I need to get that Joker line. I was just going to say that. I we really need, do. We need that. I need that Joker line. I can do that like right before the logo, just right before the logo. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. And here we go. And welcome back to another episode of the Refactored Podcast, where it's our goal here to suck just a little bit less every day. My name is Chris Tonkinson. And my name is Frank Cole. And this is episode number 89, recorded November 22nd, 2022. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about giving notice. We're seeing a lot of stories right now about these mm. concepts of um, uh, uh, quiet quitting Silent quitting, quiet quitting, silent firing. Have you have you seen these? Have, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Uh, wow! If you wanted to date yourself right know, off the bat, there would have been yeah, there would have been smoother no, ways nothing, to do nothing that. Nothing like a nothing like a good Leno reference to really date yourself. <laughs> yeah, I understand. In on November twenty second, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, I, the quiet quitting thing I've recently become aware of, and I, I like uh, it's. In my, it, it, from what I've been able to, it's like, it's basically, you just do the minimum expected amount not to get fired. Like, is or, that the, or you, or you, you know, you just stop working. You do a, a very bare minimum just to show up and stretch out a paycheck. And eventually they, you know, mm. either they, they fire you or you're, you know, you're looking for something else. That seems to be what it is. Okay. I'm not right. sure how so, much, so I'm just close to, to the line of minimally viable effort. I, I think maybe to one side or the other, but okay, okay, yeah. And so, so, but what, what quiet firing? What is what is this? Uh, um, qu- there, uh, quiet firing is the same thing flipped on its head. This is the manager the, or the head person. You, you have a Milton again, another great dated reference. Oh my but, okay, gosh, yeah, but office, that one's but that's timeless. I, I mean, yes, office space. And by the full stop. If you are listening to the sound of my voice, you have not seen the documentary Office Space from 1990, I want to say six. Watch it. You have a long holiday. Hopefully you have a long holiday weekend. If you don't, make one and then watch this. What would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? Got to see it. Got to see it. Yeah, it's non-optional. So please continue, Frank. Uh, quiet firing. <laughs> so quiet firing is the inverse. This is my understanding of it where the manager, and, and I'm sure the lot, to be clear, I think a lot of this quiet quitting and quiet firing are, are uh, some of this is just marketing pap by people looking for headlines for their, you know, for their ads, for their clicks. But um, the notion of quiet firing is where a manager has a person like a Milton from office space they don't like, but they're not going to just outright fire them. They're just going to continue to push them into the corner so they get less and less work or the work is more and more menial and they get less and less of your time and attention and they just ultimately, you're just ignoring them. You're just pushing them you know, without actually s- outright saying it, without outright firing them. You're just, you're marginalizing them. I, is, that, I think- is that the same as managing someone out? Is that like another way to say that? Well, uh, oh, I mean, which by the way, I'm not a huge yeah, fan of. I would. Okay. So my gut reaction to that was that there's probably a little, there, there's a, there's, there's probably, probably some nuance there, some, right? Some, it might be hair splitting, but I, I take some difference in intent there where yeah. the, the quiet firing feels a little more, feels a little more malicious to me. 
than you think them. Yeah. Than managing someone, managing someone out. Um, because I might manage someone out who I think, okay, you seem like you're on a track that's not going to, you're, you're not going to work out here. I don't know that for sure yet, but that's the way things are looking. And so I'm going to start teeing things up so that when you leave, it's not a huge disaster. I do. That to me is different than I'm going to shove Milton in the basement. Here's a can of raid. Keep the bugs down. You know, that's a, there's a, there's a, there's a malicious intent. I think is, is the, is the difference there, but I, I, I could be splitting hairs. It doesn't matter. So we're, so we're hearing about quiet quitting. maybe some stuff about this quiet firing. Uh, There's a lot of, we've, we've been talking about all the, the tumult in the, um, in the economy. And while I know a lot of people are dealing with layoffs as opposed to um, giving notice, you know, uh, this, these kinds of, um, this kind of market tumult presents opportunity as well as risk. So um, you know, I myself actually, you know, took advantage of this. So I, you know, you know, I switched jobs recently right in the smack middle of, of all of this crap. So, you know, I, I'm speaking from firsthand experience that, uh, there, there are still opportunities out there. You just have to find them. And so it's not something we've talked about before the giving notice thing. And I just thought it would be a, a, a good, uh, a good time to, to chat about it. Um, we kind of danced around it last week anyway. And um, so one of the first things that uh, always comes up for me is, okay, do I want to tell the person in person or do I want to give a formal written notice first? How am I breaking, how am I breaking the news to them? Do you have a preference? You usually go, I usually prefer face-to-face. I'm assuming you would prefer face-to-face as well. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I mean, I, I mean, is my... I- Look, when I when I interview people, which I'm doing actively now, it's you know face to face, cameras on, right? Uh, mm-hmm. In this world, uh, we're cameras on day to day throughout their entire tenure with the organization. I, it's to me, it seems weak. It seems a cop out, disrespectful. Take your pick. To all of a sudden, not have that level of of bandwidth of of communication and and nonverbal interaction. Like that's yeah, to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. If there is a possibility that you're that that a person's boss is not as um, calm, cool, collected, and forgiving and awesome as you or I, um, I think that it you should you would be wise to at least consider doing the written notice just to allow the person to take the hit, well, th- that initial sting, and give them an opportunity to handle their knee jerk reaction. If if you if you've got a boss who is yes. You know, but I think part of that starts for me, like, I guess, I guess the way that I reconcile that is the corrective discussion starts way before a written notice. We're talking about not something for cause, right? Uh, If I don't know, uh, you know, I'm going to struggle to come up with an example that is both uh, safe for discussion and also sufficiently justifies like immediate uh, disciplinary action. So we're just going to skip over that, right? I was going to say make a hypothetical. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, the immediate thing that came to mind was like the 1950s commercial where the boss slaps the woman on the ass, right? Like that is very clearly not, you know, like that is that, that would be termination for cause, right? Like you, we would just immediate like you're done. Like yeah, well, yeah. Get, here's a box, leave. That's it, right? Yeah. Um anyway, <laughs> 
point is, um, and it was black and white, you know, they're near a typewriter that's <laughs> about the size of a microwave, you know I'm what I'm saying? I'm just wondering where you're going with this, because I was talking about, you know, giving notice, not being fired, and you're talking about being fired, so your head's going in a direction that I'm not sure where it's going, which makes me it's, curious. It's the same, no, with, uh, I'm, I am getting, I am getting somewhere I'm with this. I'm assuming you were, so, yeah. As error. I am not going to move to written notice. Like, like I will go from verbal warning to written warning determination as sure. far as HR is concerned. Yeah. Before the verbal warning, there are lots of other conversations, right? I think of it, uh, you know, if I think there might be a problem, I'll mention it. And if there still may be a problem, I'll mention it with a little more emphasis. And if there is becoming a problem, we're going to talk about how this is a problem and, um, you know, and, and so you have a series of conversations and the formality and the, the heat gets turned up a little bit each time. By the time you get to like a verbal or an official a written warning or then determination, nobody's surprised. Like there is a cast, there's a crescendo up to that point. We've had a bunch of opportunities to course correct. And I've, I, I say that because we've talked about this being our practice like in the past. Mm -hmm. I think it goes the other way. Right. If I and I've had folks and this has happened, right, where I've gotten a letter of resignation from somebody and it was not a surprise. I'm very infrequently surprised when that happens. Yeah. Because we had a discussion before that and like, hey, here's my concern or here's my desire that the company's not meeting or whatever the you know, whatever the thing is, whatever the motivation is, we've already talked about it in most cases. Okay. In most in most cases, yeah. Just just a heads up for you and and for the audience, you're getting these small little lag drops on the on the line. I Let don't me, think yeah, I don't. I'm think seeing them from you too. I don't think there's anything you can really do about it. If you want to turn off your video, I guess you can do that. But no, let um, me let me see. It might be the network. I'm just going to switch my network real quick here. Okay, all right. So he's going to do that while he's doing that. Um, so you're right. As the as the employee, you're going to you you should be. Ideally, it's not a surprise to to the boss, but but sometimes, depending on the situation, boss may not you know know it's coming. It may have you know a lot of times you know the the work environment that you know the boss is the problem, and mm -hmm. it, that's not always a situation where you can give the you can do the manage up giving you know inverse yeah. warnings, and so you know it's you're I, in an ideal world that's exactly what happens you 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 know you're talking to your to to your boss about you know what's going well and what's not going well and you're you know trying to get yourself um yeah i guess in my beforehand. mind like in an ideal situation when both sides are reasonable people you can just have some conversations and nobody overreacts if you're in a situation where one or both sides is being unreasonable then you have to start playing these mental gymnastics of like, oh, well, do I do it this way or do it that way? Or how do I minimize the amount of drama, right? Having to go through that mental exercise is a sign that maybe, uh, like maybe there is that kind of a problem with the team, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I, I think one of the benefits, being an engineer, one of the, um, one of the side benefits of, of, of that role is, in these kinds of situations is that the work you're doing is, highly valuable to the company and you usually have a sense of your worth and value to the company if you're doing stuff that's mission critical you may not like the work you may think it's stupid you may think oh man i hate working on this on this old brownfield legacy system but if the entire company lives and dies by that brownfield system and you're the one maintaining and managing and fixing it 
you're pretty important to the company yeah. in those kinds of situations. So I'm saying take an honest assessment of, of the company's perceived value of you, not, not your perceived value of you, but the, how the company perceives you. Um, and if that's a high value, then you should feel pretty confident in approaching a superior and saying, I'm not happy here right now. Here's, here are my problems because that company, because of your role and your essentialness, you are, they, they have a vested interest in not losing you unexpectedly. Yeah. I mean, even if it, even if it ultimately turns out that you're not a good fit and you, you, you want to part ways amicably, that's, that's fine. I've done that before. And that's, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if you can't, you know, understand that you may be holding more cards than you might think. And so, you know, keeping your mouth shut about your discomfort is not always, uh, one, it's not good generally, but two, it's not always necessary. And, you know, and we're, again, classic engineer problems, you know, just kind of, you know, put my head down and keep coding until I reach a point where I'm totally sick of this and I walk out the door. I've seen that happen uh, a lot. And you don't, I I think most engineers don't need to do that, even when they you know, even though they do, even though that's sort of the knee jerk reaction, I don't think they need to, because most times the value that they're bringing to the company is so big, you know, yeah. unless you're working in a fang and you, you know, like, like our example from <laughs> last week or the week before where you spent six Keep months trying to get a, a checkbox to, we need know. a, we need a little segment sounder for Frank's fanger. Oh my gosh. Oh, I really do need a <laughs> fanger. I do need a fanger. Fangers. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cut, maybe I'll just clip that and put some rage music behind it. Um, so you you should talk to the boss if you can. I, I think you're right, but if you can't, then and you're you're giving notice or you know you're concerned about how that that information is going to be received, then I think the the first step becomes okay. Am I going to give am I going to give a written notice in mm-hmm. advance and then talk to them, or am I going to talk to them? All things being equal, I'm with you. FaceTime all the way, but yeah. this is at the end of the day, it's not working out. It's not a relationship. You really need to be like, I, so I'm sort of disagreeing with you because yeah, you know, FaceTime respect, we're working together all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the relationship is soured. And so I'm not, I'm not maintaining that work relationship. I'm literally walking out the door. And so I'm a little less concerned about, you know, how you feel like if I'm giving my notice to you, and even though we've been doing all these calls face to face, I'm less concerned about how you feel about it and more concerned about just how getting this done in as clean and expeditiously a manner as possible, you know, as opposed to. Uh, yeah, but it's not. Uh, but but the, the nature of the face face conversations is not because of how it makes you feel. It's it's out of respect that we have a working relationship and this is the highest bandwidth form of communication we have available to us. And OK, so I'm on my way out, but I'm still here. Like, I, I don't know. It would take, if it would have to be, a, I think if it's, if it's a, if it's a, you got a really crummy boss, then yeah, just send the email, be done with it, right? Ignore the rage call from 30 seconds after you click send uh, and then whatever. But I don't, like I, the purpose of the call is not for your boss's feelings. And right? it's just, it's just so that it's just because you desire to do business in an upstanding way and are comfortable enough in your own skin to say, I'm making this decision and I'm not afraid of it. I'm owning it and I'm being, 
I'm I'm having this discussion like I have had every other since we've been working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outcome is not one that you're going to like, but that's not on me. Right? Mm-hmm. This environment is not where I need, whether because you're an asshat, whether because I can get paid more elsewhere, uh, whether because the company's going under, whether because you don't know how to manage, right? Whatever the reason is, um, I'm going to be elsewhere, and so that's happening, and this is just letting you know that it's going to happen. Um, I think there is some again, if you if you feel like you've got to send that email before the meeting, your boss needs to look inward. <laughs> I think is the like like to me that's 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 not great because there's two things that can happen. First of all, there are certain circumstances where the difference is reconcilable. Let's say you haven't had the conversations with your boss. He's, he or she is not interested. Whatever the reason, it's, just, it's not something that you've been talking about over time and has crescendoed up and now we're here and nobody's surprised. That's, that's not always the case, right? Sometimes things come out of left field and that's fine. I think for me uh, to understand that um, th- there may still be an opportunity to reconcile and there are some people that, yeah, if they just see the email cold, Switch is going to flip. Done is done. We're over. Okay. I sent the email. I, yeah, that I agree. It's, it's over. Um, but if, uh, just as a, as like a practical concern, if you think that maybe there's a chance to save things in one version of reality, you send the email and they say, well, I guess that's done. Okay. I accept your resignation. Uh, cause it's now written down. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other method, you say, "Hey, look, uh, I've got an offer in front of me. I'm thinking about signing it. You know, this is why." Oh, blah blah oh, blah. Well, yeah. If you don't okay. actually write it down. I, I, I guess in some environments, and I guess this would apply more m- more so to like a regulated environment. In some environments, once you write it down, it's permanent. So, like, talk it through first. If well, if you want there to be a chance of reconciliation before you send the official notice. Yeah. If that's what you're kind of getting at. So you're, I mean, you're going, you're going down a sidebar on this one where you're, okay, you're talking about yeah, a situation where you're not Yeah, I'm not, not giving, sure where you're, you're going giving, with no, that then. Well, well, I mean, let's, let's handle your sidebar and then we'll come back to it. Because what you're suggesting is not necessarily giving notice. It's, I'm thinking about leaving. I have this other opportunity and I'm, ta- you're doing exactly the, you're, ta- you're doing the pre-leave communication that you actually were advocating for at the, at the beginning. Yeah. Where, Hey, I'm, I'm unhappy and I have this offer. Let's, can we work something out here? And it, you know, that's, that's not giving, no, I would actually, I, I would actually clear cut line. That's not giving notice. No, it's not. You're, you're not, you're not giving no. notice, but you're, you're saying I might give notice and I'm talking to you about it. That's, that's completely different. That That is, that is totally different from what I'm talking about. I'm talking about okay now, but, I'm, but it's I'm, a, miss, I'm I'm not picking up what you're putting down. But and that's a, on me. But it, no, that's okay. But it's, I mean, it's a fine, it's a fine distinction to make because that's also something to seriously consider. If you don't want to leave, or there are reasons that you would yeah. stay, that you would like to stay, if there's something that is that is fixable in the situation, or the yeah. opportunity that you've got on the table is you know somehow not as completely you know is not wholly attractive to you. You know, there are reasons to stay. Then that is a good reason. I've, I have done that before. I have gone to you know, employers, Hey, I've got this other offer. I'm thinking about leaving. Here's why, you know, what can we do? And that, and who who wants, who wants to get a new job? Really? The, the unknowns, the stress, the hassle, you got to relearn everything and everyone. And there's new pots. You got to start from zero with your, with your karma and your reputation. It's, it's a, 
it's a pain in the ass. It really uh, is. I, yeah. Like no, getting a new job is annoying for everybody. Um, that's why, I mean, that's why you wake up and get to your desk every morning, usually with the default assumption that this is still your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the default assumption is not, I'm going to get a new one every day because it's a pain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, so I'm actually, you know, the opposite. Okay. So, that, you, that, so that in your situation is fine. So in your I mind, you're saying, else. okay. So in your mind, you're past that point. You have yes. made the decision yes. and your only question is whether you send the email first or not. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the, yeah, I, I, I made a step past it, but I, I like the, mm-hmm. I like the call out that you made there. I think that's an important part of the discussion because maybe you don't have to leave, you know, that, you know, there are no, there are no hard and fast rules. The only hard and yeah. fast rules are laws. And you know, that's the only stuff that you have to follow. Like gravity. Every, yeah. Everything else, everything else is fair game. You can do whatever the yeah. hell you want. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a totally valid play that you can, that you can give it, give it and, a shot. And a lot of people, especially, you works. know, like, Sometimes especially works. folks that haven't managed before, they don't realize sometimes, yeah, there's policies and procedures and there are rules and there are things you have to blah, blah, blah. A lot of people don't realize that the amount of degrees of flexibility their manager mm-hmm. has in a lot of this stuff, right? I, I, honestly, the manager's word will take a lot of situations either left or right, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. because it is, because it's not, everything's not quantified. Everything is not formulaic. It's just human interaction, which is just fuzzy. There's a decision and then things get formulaic. Yeah, but, exactly. But the decision being made, super fuzzy. So yeah. in the in the case of like, we're talking about term uh, um, giving notice here, you know, the fuzzy part would be trying to keep that person and counter offering and things like that. Once mm-hmm. the decision's been made, okay, we're, we're going to counter offer, then HR has a process that you have to go through that is very clear cut yeah. on, you know, how you go about that. Or you're not doing that, the person is leaving, okay, I need a written email to so-and-so, make sure you CC myself, make sure you CC HR. Then the policy comes into it. But before that, like you said, very, very fuzzy, yeah. very, very flexible. Yeah. And you're right. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of leeway in there. Um, but uh, all right. So, so good sidebar, but going back to, you know, like the actual, you know, mm-hmm. giving other notice, I agree. Do it in person if you can. Uh, but I, I, but I, but I, the distinction, I'm going to draw a slight distinction. I'm not as concerned with the, uh, w- you know, with the day-to-day practice of the company being in person or being Zoom-based and then mm-hmm. making the notice Zoom-based. The only thing that I actually think about is my direct relationship with the person I'm giving notice to. Well, that, that's what I that's, was going to say. That's yeah. the only thing I care about. Like if I have a strong relationship with that person, yeah. I, I, not only do I have a strong relationship, they probably know it's coming anyway. You know? Well, like, and that's, and that was kind of Which my point, like, like yeah. to whether you provide notice, the, the only, the only question, let me clarify the question even further. You have to provide written notice, right? Yeah, any HR department, yeah. any, any company of three is going to require you provide written notice. That's a thing. So you're going to do that. The question is really whether or not you tell your boss verbally before that point. Yeah. Exactly. And in my mind, that's a that's not either or it's do I do this before that or do I just skip straight to that? And it's really it comes down in my mind, it comes down to this. Are you leaving because of your boss? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not leaving because of your boss, I would think get on the phone, get on a Zoom, a Teams, whatever. uh, And my default posture is I'm going to talk to my boss about it first um, and I'm going to let him know first because there's context and because I'm not leaving because of him or her, uh, I want her to have a, a minute 
to get herself organized mm-hmm. before I send that email. And then she starts getting questions from nine mm-hmm. different places. I mm-hmm. wanna prepare you for this. And so that's really in my mind, it's if the decision, and again, we're now that I understand what you're saying, the decision's been made, I am leaving. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I give you verbal heads up is a function of whether or not I'm leaving because of you. Because if mm-hmm. I'm not, I wanna leave you in the best position on my way out. Right. And so I want you to be prepared for when that email arrives. If I'm leaving because of you, here's your email. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. That would be my like. Yeah, that would be my decision point. I think to to answer your actual question. Now that we've spent like four years leading me to the point <laughs> you wanted to get to. So if you're so if you are the so if you are the manager and you actually get the written notice first, then that's like you're you're otherwise blindsided. I think that, that well, you may be the pro- you like, may be the problem. Uh, so you need what's to the look subreddit? Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah. You might you might be. You might, you might be the problem, yeah. but I will say that's not always true because I have had good engineers that I have really strong relationships with and I end up having a really good conversation with them afterwards, but they chose to do the written notice first yeah. and it was their own personal comfort. They just didn't mm-hmm. want to be in that kind of a yeah. conflict style scenario. Which and is fine. That's fine because honestly, a lot of people, when they, if they turn their nose up at management, they turn their nose up at the hard stuff at these, at the yeah. conflict conversations, things like this, and they don't want to do it. And that's, that's totally fine too. So you have to look, don't immediately blame yourself. You know, people act weird. I think what we're both saying is if you've got a good relationship, trust in that relationship and and talk to the person, it it can, you know, it can help, uh, you know, keep the relationship, keep the connection. They don't want to disappoint people. Right. Yeah, yeah, like even if, the, even yeah, if this is not good, good it's, it's just, I don't want to disappoint you. And so I want to get the icky part over with your point mm-hmm. and get the icky part over with. And then we can talk and, you know, reconcile mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're just not comfortable, to, which I, I get, yeah. but have you, and I know you've, you've had to have gotten this before from, from folks, um, you know, at, uh, you know, at like at 9 PM on a Thursday or 7 AM on a Friday, you get a random note from somebody that says, hey, can we meet this afternoon, meaning Friday afternoon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's no context. There's no reference uh-huh. to a project or another employee. There's no reference to oh, what, like out of the blue. Coming a mile You're right like, now. oh, yeah. lost another one. Lost like another that, one. I like, yeah. you know, that, yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I can smell those a there's mile a away. Tone. There, it, it, ironically, to the, even if I get a Slack yeah. message, there's a tone <laughs> in a toneless yeah. Slack message that says, you are about to give notice. I can tell. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, you got a second on a Friday afternoon? I just need to chat <gasps> real quick. A hundred miles away, I can smell <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, the choice of email, I, I think we've, we've, we've played this, this one out. Um, but, uh, if it is a, if you, if you suspect contention and you honestly don't want to deal with it and that might be why you're leaving, then that's fine. Do yeah. an email written one. Cause then that allows you to control the narrative. And there's a couple yeah. things here. It's not just the other person's feelings. You know, we, we sort of stepped into that cause you went all squish on me about feelings and crap here with this, you know, with giving notice. But, um, uh, if, if there's a possibility for things to really get contentious, I think email is actually the better course of action for a couple of reasons, not just the other person's feelings or their immediate reaction, but how the conversation actually goes, because you don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to ask you. And then you're on mm-hmm. the spot to give a reaction. And again, depending on 
the nature of why you're leaving, that might not be the best thing. And yeah. it's might. So there are additional considerations to think about. If you do an email written version, you're putting all the information up front. You're not in the room. You get complete 100% control of the narrative. Here's what's happening. Here's what you're saying. Here's what you're thinking. Yeah. And you're able to, to manage that all the way out. And then if they have questions, chances are pretty good that they will ask you in advance via email. But if they don't, you, you know, you get on the phone, you know, they've had time to prepare. If they ask you questions, you can say, I don't know, yeah. I'll get back to you. But, you know, and it, 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 it's just choice, a landmine. If there's a situation, if you're yeah. seeing potential landmines, it's absolutely, I think, worth consideration to do it in writing just to have it all very flat. If- yeah, if if you feel like there does need to be a narrative, right? Because yeah. in my mind, I think that like your base case here, and this is one of the reasons why I, you know I I favor having the verbal the verbal notice before the written. Um, the reason for that is I like that termination email, you know, as often as I've done that in the last ten years, uh, which is like zero times. <laughs> um, I, I like. Uh, Technically, I quit my company to go work for another one like nine years ago. So I guess you know I gave yourself written notice. Um, I gave myself that guy was an ass anyway. Oh my god, you are the work. You are the worst boss you will ever work for, and that goes twice for me. Um, (laughs) So uh, where was where was I going with this? So so the narrative, right? With I I uh, I like that email to be as concise and dense and informative and straightforward and objective as possible. Mm-hmm. Dear so and so, I hereby tender my resignation from my position with XYZ Corp. Effective on month, date, year. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is yeah, your you MVP very, for the email. Yeah. I personally, I'm just saying me personally. I want it to be very tight. This is an informational memo that goes in the HR file. Nothing more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the reasons that I favor the verbal heads up first is because I like in that one email should be the single source of truth for everything that happens thereafter. I like knowing here's the date I tendered resignation and here is my last day worked and effective resignation date. I talk to my, but if I'm open, let's say to, hey, I'm flexible on my last day, Mm -hmm. right? I'm giving you my two weeks notice, but I could give you three or four if you really feel like you need it. We could negotiate that. I would want that to be reflected in the note rather than saying, hey, here's my resignation. It's this date, unless you think it should be later. Like there's, I don't, I don't love that. So that's why I would favor the, one of the, one of the many reasons I would favor the in in person, because I can say this is happening. I've accepted another offer. Um, You know, I can give you two weeks, you know, if we need more, we can talk about that, but you can kind of orient the conversation around productive action, you know, action or keep it action oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but if you can't do that, that's the only thing that you might, uh, that's the only gap you might have if you choose to go straight to, to written is that original email may have to be then, you know, uh, adjusted later on. If then you talk to your boss and you decide, you know, it's going to be three weeks or six weeks or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a minor, de- it's a really minor it's detail. A, it's an implementation detail. To your, to your point at. though, if you, if you feel like you want narrative in that memo, written first gives you, to your point, the ability to set the tone and, and control yeah. it. And control it, you know, soup to nuts. And so it, it in really- my mind, if I'm, if I'm working for a, if I'm working for a butt waffle and I'm just sick of his nonsense and I'm leaving because of him, uh, 
and this is just my temperament. I don't need to tell you what you did wrong. I'm leaving. I don't oh, care. I anymore. wouldn't expect. Right? I mean, like, I would you know, not. But okay. I get. But so, for example, for example, I, I I know people that like they would want to be very specific, and you must know exactly why, and here are the reasons, and blah 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 blah, and here's the three paragraphs of exactly what has been. I, you do you. I like I, that's not wrong. Um, to 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 lay it all out like that. I I just that's my temperament to just say, look, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if you want, if you really want me to lay it out, I'm happy to provide you my perspective, but I, I'm not going to shove it down your throat. So big. Okay. So I, I, I like this line. Let's, uh, I'm going to pour myself a glass of this. Um, I'm a huge fan of exit interviews. Uh, if the company doesn't have a policy for it or that, that I'm not allowed as the manager to do it, sometimes companies want HR to do mm-hmm. it specifically. Yeah. If a company doesn't have that policy, I'll do my own exit interviews. I, I love, love exit interviews. Um, nobody, uh, I have learned that a lot of people don't like them because as the manager, you're, you're asking for feedback on what you did wrong or what the company did wrong or what you can do better. And that's, that can be hard to hear, but I think that's really, really useful. So I love doing mm-hmm. them if I can. And if I can't do them or the person isn't comfortable doing it with me, I want somebody else to do it. I want that info for sure every single time. Well, ideally, an extra interview should be uh, should not be done with um, with the manager. That should be done by HR, well, I think, in an ideal setting. It, I will mm-hmm. depend. I think it depends on the nature of the exit. If there's. If the if the person is leaving because of things inside of your department, i.e., you as the manager, you're not going to get the straight feedback. And so you're right. In that case, the manager shouldn't do it. But I don't know about you, but I have dealt with plenty of situations where even if I didn't have a lot of over advance notice that a person was leaving, when the person left, I knew pre- even without having direct, even if they didn't say, you know why, hey, you know why, you know why, exactly. Because and because why you pay attention and you care about your team. Yeah. So you know what's up. Right. Yeah. You know, you can read between the lines on conversations. You know why. And so if the the problem is actually it's not you as the manager or your department, it's the company writ large. It's Uh how the company is managed writ large. Then have that. I mean, you're you're going to get the same information out of them as as HR will. And honestly, you know, the person better. And so you'll probably get more information out of them than than HR will. Let's suppose you're at a place and there is there is some problem with the broader environment. Like there's some weakness in the the culture or the substance or the workflows of the broader company and it's causing okay. your employees direct pain. So much so that you've lost maybe not one but more than one person sure. over this issue. Yep, been in there. my mind, in my mind, I, and I would I would really like to have that exit interview done by HR because what's going to happen is over time, as I lose one person and two persons and three persons, people, uh, three people, then I'm going to be signaling to whatever method, whatever channels I would normally have that like I'm losing people because of this issue. We need to talk about it Mm -hmm. over time. This is the complicated dynamics of groups of people with motives and emotions and all sorts of cognitive biases. Over time, is that going to get watered out? Am I just the guy complaining that my team keeps leaving for the same Uh, thing and I'm not doing anything about it? Like, there's value for me to have that objective third party within the org structure uh, receiving the feedback that something else within the environment is the reason for their departure directly rather than having that come through me. Um, So I think even in that case... I, I kind of prefer if there's an HR function that they that they handle the 
well, there's, the, inter- the exit interview. There's no reason, that, again, there's no As reason. long as that's not a black hole, right? That you be, gotta, you gotta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, to be clear, I'm, I'm acting sort of selfishly. I want the information for me so that I oh, yeah. and my team oh, yeah. can be better. But there's no reason, to be clear, there's no reason you can't do both. Why not both? And I've had that happen too, where I've done my own mm-hmm. internal exit interview and I've sort of prepped the conversation with them and yeah. to to actually address the exact concern that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I have actually collaborated with the person who's departing to say, okay, you're going to talk to HR and I want you to tell them whatever you want. But if you could highlight this part of you, make sure yeah. you say this piece that you gave me, because that's the piece that they need to hear that needs to yeah, go, to get, needs to yep. get escalated. Yeah. And so it gives you an opportunity to sort of yeah. prep the conversation to make sure that it goes to 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 HR. Well, and again, because because you and I were trying to be responsible leaders, we care about our actual people, not right. num- not an employee number, but an actual human person. We care about those people. And so whether we get an email first or not, you and I are going to, like, it's not a thing that we think about doing. Hey, I'm losing somebody. I want to know why. Could I have done anything to prevent this? What can I do to prevent the next one? How do I help you out on your way out? Because you're good people and I want to do right by you on your way out. Like that's stuff that I think it's good to talk about uh, here on the show because you and I, I think we just, we just do that because we're trying to be good people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's not like, it's not a business process, something that somebody taught us. It's like, no, that's just, it's just how you interact with other people to be a good person. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But not everyone does that. And I, I mean, yeah. these are the simple things that you can do that actually well, make back you to my, better yeah. than, the, than average at this job. Back to my pet peeve about how people think being professional or acting professional ugh, means ugh. denying your humanity or your personality. It's, quite, it's like that's not that's, that's not true. Yeah, that's it's it's actually true. the opposite. Just be be more human. Just be calm, cool, rational. Don't you know? Try and keep your emotion out of it, and and yeah. otherwise be be human. Um, well keep your angry emotions out of it as best you yeah, can. Yeah, being okay professional to, be to me, it just means being being calm and staying solution-oriented yeah. and setting and managing expectations. That's really all it's about. Yeah. So you also talked about, it, it, you mentioned how, uh, you, know, the per, you know people who would give notice and then as part of that notice, they would immediately give you either written or verbally you know, the diatribe of things that are wrong that are, that are causing them to, to leave. Mm-hmm. So- this is this What's is more ca- of a temperament thing. I, yeah. Right, right. But I, I kind of want to drill into it because this is very much an engineer thing. I mean, think about yeah. it. I mean, like I, yeah. I, I have to build the bridge and I can't build the bridge. And here are the reasons why I can't build the bridge. So I'm going to give you the reasons why you can't build the bridge. Why is this hard? Why, why is it? Why am I the bad guy for saying, you know, the stuff that's wrong? And mm-hmm. that's true. I am my, my pick. So I don't know how this will land with largely, uh, engineering bent audience but um i'm gonna make my pick for the week is gonna be a book recommendation um and it is uh i don't know which one i'll pick this has been done um this has been done and i'm not prepared for this so i I actually don't know which of them i'm going to pick but i will you know we'll we'll slip that in um before the end of the episode you'll have to get up off your off your ass and pick a book yeah, yeah. walk over to my walk bookshelf there's three feet away and I know, it's, yeah it's so um, hard. but it's gonna take me well, like if i'm gonna do that then i gotta oh i'm gonna gosh. pour a glass of scotch while i'm I over there you like you know scotch. Come I mean, on. it's just yeah uh, <clears throat> you gotta uh, do it. 
Anyway, so the, this has been done a million different ways. And by the way, Myers-Briggs sucks. Just, I want to say that out loud so I can, we haven't used that tag we in a while for the show. Yeah, Myers-Briggs um, sucks. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's horology for people that like taking tests, right? That's all. Um, the, the, not horology. Um, horoscopes. Uh, what's it called? Horoscopes. horoscopes. Yeah, horoscopes for people that like taking tests. Um, there, the, and this has been done multiple ways throughout. So you may be familiar with personality profiles, disc Very. profile. It's been, you know, done a million ways. You can yeah. use colors, red, blue, yellow, green. You can I've use seen. the old Latin words, melancholy, choleric, uh, phlegmatic and um um sanguine right you can use uh letters d-i-s-c if all of these they speak to the same thing and they basically attempt to categorize people into one of four buckets now obviously before we go any farther this is just one framework for thinking about differences in human dynamics and interactions it is not a complete an accurate description of all facets of think life of it, think of it as like a think of it as like a tool to look at like a design uh, to, to pattern do, for to do humanity the meta, to do the meta yeah. analysis of your relationships it's one yeah. way of doing it and then you could use another one of these frameworks and get a slightly different view and still mm-hmm. get useful intel i mean yeah. even myers-briggs yeah. it, yes complete crap i mean total total crap however i did i mention how much crap is in myers myers-briggs sucks total crap complete <laughs> crap but you can if still- you go would let me add a tag twice, I will do that for this episode. <laughs> In fact, all of them. I'll skip every other topic we covered and I'll see if I can just add five copies of Myers-Briggs <laughs> sucks to the episode. <laughs> so even even though it's tremendous crap, you can still use that crap, bull, total nonsense framework to have a useful conversation. You can use it as a yeah. foil to start a conversation. It's still exactly. garbage, but you can have, you can- it's it's sort of like asking somebody, you know, so what's your favorite movie? And you know, you just kind of go yeah. from there. It's yeah. Uh, what is your what is the best Christmas movie? There are people that agree it's Die Hard, and then there's everybody, everybody that's wrong. wrong. Is that one hundred percent? No, yes. it's like ninety nine point nine. But I mean, it's a useful tool for dividing people to understand coarse grain dynamics, and so that's what these are. Um, so basically, you divide people. Are you are you more uh, more people oriented, or are you more task oriented? That's yep. that's one of the two questions. Yep. And then the other two questions uh, is, are you more extroverted or introverted? There are different ways to ask the questions. I understand extrovert versus introvert doesn't mean what people think it means. I don't yeah. send, send your email to frank at gmail.com. Uh, why am I getting this crap? Don't give me this nonsense. I, I don't want the hate mail. No. <laughs> um, uh, no, F. Colt, right? That's so frank at gmail.com. That's no, not going to. Just shut up. That's where you send your hate mail. Um, <laughs> I know it's, I can hear the typing already. It's coming. Um <laughs> So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. the whole point of this is there is a one of those one of those quadrants, one of those four temperaments uh, is the the C or the blue or the melancholy again, depending on which framework you use for it. And those are the engineers, right? Can I just mm-hmm. say it out loud? Those generally are the engineers, speak, right? Generally, very speak. very detail oriented, uh, very um, typically inward focused. Mm-hmm. Um, very specific and precise uh, mm. and often tend to be a little loquacious, not in a social setting, but in a, in a, in a work kind of dynamic. These are yeah. the people where you get the nine paragraphs of they want to make like, sure they don't miss a thing bit level information yeah. on a simple story, whether or not this is going to be, you know, ready for Friday or whatever your question is. Right. Um, those are the folks we're talking about. Um, they're the ones that's the temperament. When I say I know people like not, not yeah. on my team, right. I I'm not thinking of them, but yes. 
but those are the people where you're doing a ton of say, caveating here that I don't think you need to do. But yes, no. Well, I'm kind of explaining like one of the quadrants here in in the process. But but yeah. those are the folks that are going to want like an injustice has been done, and I'm leaving, and everybody needs to know <laughs> down to the bit level detail exactly yeah. all of what went into this decision and what was the analysis and why this impacted that and exactly and whereas my attitude, I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the S or the green or the phlegmatic. Like I don't care, man. I'm leaving. It's done. You know. Yeah. We're fine. Well, I'll just I'll just go. I'll avoid the I'll avoid what I see as maybe an unnecessary conflict and just say, hey, here's my notice. I don't care that you know all of the battle log of of why I'm <laughs> leaving it because it doesn't matter. I'm on my way out. Let's just right. uh, shake hands and part. You know. Right. Um, okay. So you. Anyway. You, so you you drew the distinction. I think it's important to have a little self awareness of where you land in in this kind of a yeah. in, in this kind of a, a pattern. Um, I will, of but course, I will recommend. I will put that book in the in the show notes. That is a strong recommendation. I'll pick one of the three. Uh, and by the way, you'll start reading it. And this is just I have almost every book on my shelf is like a third of the way finished. I don't have time to finish the book because all of these books on leadership and self-improvement and all this kind of stuff, they're so repetitious. You know it's what exhausting. I, I, I heard, I, I, I will say buy the book, please do yourself. This has helped me not just professionally, but it's helped, uh, it's helped my wife and I in our marriage. It's helped us as parents with our kids. It's just another framework for trying to understand what's going on. Highly recommend it. At some point, about a third of the way in, you'll get bored. Don't feel like you got to fin. Don't be a completionist. Just put it down. You got what you needed. <laughs> so, I, I one of my um, old colleague of mine, he he used to say that business books you only need to read about the first third. That's where yeah. all the meat is, and then everything else is re- repetition or fleshed out superfluous. Fl- it's stuffing essentially to make it's it either into a case full studies length, or examples or full yeah, exactly. size book to, to meet the publisher's the, requirement. To, to yeah. Requirement. So, so generally speaking, you're, there's actually some, uh, you know, yeah. in his opinion. And, and I think that that's true in a lot of cases. I would, oh, yeah. there are a couple exceptions that I have seen to it. I think blue ocean strategy has meat from start to finish. Um, good to great, good to There's great some fluff, but you do have to finish it to get one everything. Of the dimensions in good yeah. to great is, is, but, is but books like thing. these, I'm going to tell everybody they lay everything out in the first three pages. Yeah. You do need to get about a third of the way in before you really start to understand. Um, but if you're bored at that point, don't, don't, uh, don't bother. Like you're exactly. Anything, but yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my actual, my hack lately is with these books, these authors that come up, I don't even at most of the time, I don't even buy the book anymore. I go and I find a podcast where they've done an interview oh, because yeah. they will lay out. Out in a one-hour podcast interview, they will let they, they the will lay out the entire stuff. book for you. Yeah. They will they will articulate that first third of the book, and then yeah, sometimes I decide to go buy the book anyway. Um, but oftentimes I'm like, oh yeah, cool, cool idea. That doesn't deserve a whole book. <laughs> 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 All right, so you so you drew this distinction. You 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 were you were yeah. laying out the distinctions in, in that was a whole sidebar. I, I can that's okay. I can yeah. I can pick up yep. and I'm not too. I'm not too tipsy yet. I can pick up and run with it. So you, you've got this. It's like our fourth cocktail. You've man. got the, you've, so you understand where you're at on mm-hmm. the, on the relationship personality style uh, yeah. quadrants so that you understand how, what your natural inclination is going to be. Good. What I want to say though, you talked about, you know, in giving feedback and you know doing the diatribe and things like that. I think the most important point is to step back from that and the, I, I think the number one concern here in almost every situation, 
even the contentious ones, perhaps even mm-hmm. especially the contentious ones, your number one concern walking out the door should be don't burn the bridge. Oh, please don't that burn the bridges. That is the number one thing. If you can, and I know it's hard. I've been in situations that are difficult. Okay. I've been, I have yeah. been there in very difficult situations. I get it. Okay. But your number one concern should always be don't burn the bridge. Now, why should I care about that when I'm in a situation where things are obviously going south? Because karma is real. Karma is a thing. These things come back around in ways that you can't possibly imagine, good and bad. And so you should always be looking to do your best, to act your best, to be the most professional the way that you're describing it, because that will always redound to you in a positive fashion, or at the very least, it won't cause negative consequences for you down the line. So always look to, even for the, even for the person who's burnt, I mean, hell, even if you're in a situation where the other party is burning the bridge underneath of you, okay, just step never off. to your benefit There's to participate never in to that. Your benefit Don't to engage. Participate. Don't engage. Let them burn their half of the bridge. That's fine. Just don't burn the bridge. And so, so going back to this feedback thing, give feedback, but give it with the, with, give it well-intentioned feedback. If, yeah. if you've got anger, if you have, you know, some, some, you know, if, if, if you're, if you've got a lot of pent up emotion and frustration over it, take that out of it. It's and not by the way, giving that. uh, open up, um, open up sublime or notepad or one note or whatever down. it is y'all use. Yeah. Don't open up an email client, open up some other thing or, a, or grab a, grab a dead tree, write it down. You're going to wind up having to rewrite that email a couple of times. If you've got that emotion within you, if oh, you, I would if say, even got, if you don't if, have if that emotion, is, you rewrite right, it. You are going to need to write it and then delete that copy and write it again <laughs> and then, and then edit that one and then maybe delete that one and start over again. Yeah. Right. You, you really want to make sure if you're, you know, again, to the point of trying the bridge, like to get really tactical advice here, um, you want to send that you want to send that message and so for example rather than saying i'm leaving because you're a huge ass hat and stand up every day is a chore <laughs> say i'm leaving and this is my last day and one of the things i think we can improve as a team moving forward in in good faith uh is um you know the the tenor of stand up i think we as a team could could have done a better job at this certain dynamic um and that's that's uh one of the one of the pain points that leads me to my decision, right? So you're mm-hmm. not talking about the boss. Uh, you're not talking about her specifically. You're speaking in generalities about the team dynamic because ultimately, ultimately, you you, you know you can work for a jerk and that's okay, but like that's only part of the like part of the reason that you don't want to work there anymore is the result of that, and so right. you can kind of kind of critique the boss's behavior without critiquing the boss directly if again to to kind of like just basically basically a lot of being professional at workplace is coddling people right i get sick of this it's like the whole job is just coddling people because you don't want to offend anybody you got to you got to position everything in a way that nobody gets defensive because as soon as somebody gets defensive in a conversation it's over that's the end of it. That's like it. you're not you're go, you you're you done. might as well just hang up your key and walk away for the night because you're not going to make any difference at that point. So you really have to approach it in a way where you're not making one person feel defensive. Now, 
if you were the secretary where the boss slapped your ass on the way by in 1953, that's like, <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy should feel, uh, that guy should need to feel defensive because, um, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about here though. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know why there's like that, you, you know, like the type of commercial I'm thinking exactly in my head. what you're right? talking about. Yes. I can, I can, I can picture the grainy tan yes, scale yes, yes, palette. Yes. Don't, yeah. it, 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 are you trying to get us, you know, woke canceled here? Like it's, I, I think uh, I, to jump on, to, to climb, uh, take that and take it a little further. Um, if you've got criticisms, they need to be focused on, you know, the actual policies, practices, actions, not at the individual. You did this or they did this. Don't do that. You've got to focus on whatever the behavior is. This thing that that we did who did it doesn't matter like we as a team did it we yeah, yeah. um that was you know that was a problem so it, you need to leave you need to leave you know i you he she they them out of it you know you need no pronouns no no pronouns leave them no, out of it no it's me. it's it's this is this is how i felt in response to the way that we did things as a team that's it yeah yeah. And if and if if and if the person is self-aware enough to understand that they have direct control over how we do things as a team, they'll get the memo and they'll appreciate having the feedback in a non uh, non-aggressive way. Yeah. And if they don't see that, then you can be validated on your way out <laughs> that, yeah. that they were never going to get it. And so this is a good decision on your part. Yeah. Um, and. Make sure you're distinguishing between, you know, things you're complaining about versus actual constructive criticism. Yeah. You, you just, you know, I don't like this. That's not constructive criticism. This didn't work and led to this consequence. That's constructive criticism. So I hate Bitbucket. That's not helpful. That's, that's not what helpful. we use as a team. That's not helpful. Uh, I think our SDLC workflow can be optimized because we keep hitting this pain point and that results in this impact to the business. Chef's kiss. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So, so make sure that it's, make sure that it's actual constructive criticism is not just unsolicited complaining. I'm actually, you mentioned, you know, writing the email and rewriting it. I actually would take a completely different route when it comes to obviously giving notice, you're going to have to do something in writing, but when it comes to giving the constructive feedback, I wouldn't write any of that down. If I could avoid it, I would actually let somebody else write down my comments. Give me a, you know, Oh, uh, th there's this, this gap of, of, uh, you know, se this, this separation. Um, so if you do have constructive criticism, I would strongly encourage you to give that verbally to whoever, to your boss, to HR, whomever. If you have constructive criticism, do that verbally, let them write it down. And then that way there's no immediate paper trail. And again, this is just goes back to burning bridges. If you write that email that lives forever and emails get forwarded, especially notice emails. Oh my gosh, they go to freaking everybody. Like, the CEO, even in larger companies, will often get all the notice emails just because it's part of the practice so that the you know, leadership knows what's going on. And if you HR have, is going to get it, finance is going to get it, exactly. benefits and payroll is going to get it, your boss's boss is going to get it. And like if, you have, if you have an email with constructive criticism, even if it's well-intentioned, not burning the bridge constructive criticism, that email lives forever. And all it takes is one person to misinterpret some part of it for you to look like you're now just doing, you know, complaining. So I, I would be and one, of, and one of two things is going to happen. Either, either your boss is going to take that personally, because now I have to share this thing yeah. with my whole group of colleagues. Mm -hmm. And that's a poor reflection on me. Thanks, Especially sure. if it's very obvious that you're pointing fingers or, in one direction. Or the yeah. Other. 
or or they are going to add their own narrative on top of it that explains how this guy's out of touch and none of this is really a big mm-hmm. deal and he's just going to be one of those problem children complainer employees and so it's better off without him and you like it so that's again that is why I am in favor of the super tight dear so and so here's my resignation effective this date uh you know bye yeah <laughs> like it super tight and then to your point I think it probably is best um is best to offer that feed five a choice between verbal and written. I'm prob again, I'm gonna lean towards the verbal. I'm gonna lean towards the conversational call rather than mm-hmm. uh than an email. Um which I think yeah, should I think, be the default. I mean I agree and, with you. Yeah, that and should if you're, be the default. That should be the default. So then so then I would adjust my I would adjust my recommendation in that regard. Go into that email, at least have a have an outline, have a bulleted list at minimal to say, hey, these are the points I want to touch on. These are the topics that I want to cover in terms of my feedback so that mm-hmm. you can direct that discussion a little better. And yeah, let them take the notes. Yeah. Um, I will say there's one they're exception. They're the ones that got to fix their crap. <laughs> it's true. I <laughs> they're going to do the work or they're not. I mean, honestly, they're going to do the work or they're not. So yeah. it's on them. Now, there is one exception to all of this because there's always an exception. You know, why else do we have if else brand- branching logic yeah. if not for exceptions? Um and that would I be I mean technically we have like try catch or begin rescue like I mean yes, the all language the things, we talk in here Frank all the things that AI ML uses right if, just, <laughs> I get no it. those are called switch statements Frank <laughs> oh, you're getting your oh, you're getting man. control flow mixed oh, up man. with exception handling God, typical Jesus, developer oh my gosh uh, let me guess you love PHP don't you <laughs> such a jerk PHP sucks <laughs> And give that one to you. You don't deserve it, but I'll give it to you anyway, just because it fit the moment. I'm taking it. So the uh, the the one exception to all of this would be the CYA uh, letter. Hey, phrasing! And I mean yeah. the cover your ass letter. There are, again, depending on the situation that you're dealing with, you may want, you may actually want something in writing to relevant parties to say, okay, here's what's going on. And that obviously you do put things in writing and you do spend a lot of time thinking about what it says and how it says it and things like that. But you actually want that in writing to certain people in usually in advance of giving notice so that you've actually got the time, you know, the order of operations, you know, the timetable shows you did this because again, if things go kind of sideways, you know, you, you want that written paper that you can point. It's like, ah, see, you're doing exactly what I was afraid of, which is why I sent this, you know, note warning about it, you know, so, um, that's not, I, I will say that's, and that's it's not totally about giving notice. You can do CYA emails for God damn near anything. And I know, all the time. And I, I tell you, I know I don't like, I don't practice. I don't have a need to practice this. Um, and I, by definition wouldn't know if any of my people are doing it. But one thing I've seen in the past is, uh, some folks will send themselves, CYA emails over the company server. Um, So I just send an email from Chris to Chris and says, hey, this is what's going on and this is how I see it and this is what I think is happening. And you, your intent, your your intent is to hope to ne- that that email never goes anywhere. That you just keep it in a folder someplace. Um, but if something comes of whatever situation you're concerned about, and usually these types of things are like things that might legal. involve finance or legal or HR yeah. at some point, yeah. um, then you're able to say, "Look, real I, hot I water stuff." Yeah, hot water stuff. Like I didn't go to, I didn't try to burn anybody with this information, but I have. I have it documented that on this date at this time, this is what was happening from my perception, uh, from my perception. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And that went through the company email server. So it's date and time stamped, it's non-refutable. Uh, and so um, that's a way, because then if you need it moving forward, mm-hmm. you can draw on that. And some folks will send it to their their work email. Some folks will send themselves send a, a personal, personal email. I would send um, it to so your that personal. That way when, yep. when their access gets cut off, they've yep. still got, and they can say, look, this came from the company server, this date and time, here's the message. This was my concern. This is, you know. Yeah, um, you don't even have to send it to anybody but yourself, but you've now got this certifiable paper trail that you documented that you know, whatever it is, that that can be, and you could do that anytime for anything. If you have ever been in any kind of situation at all with legal or HR matters as a as an employee or as a manager, uh, every single time, documentation. Every single time, that is back. what matters. Who had back. what verifiably written down about what, when, and what does that say about this? That, that is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if you're really in a bad spot and you really think there's risk, you need to CYA, that's something you could consider because, again, it doesn't it doesn't make any waves at the time you do it, but it does it does give you ammunition later on should you hopefully don't need it. Uh, that's not what I want to play. Wow, that was a flub. That was a total flub. I'll edit that Goodness. out. I'll Goodness just edit gracious. that out. Don't worry about that. I can make, it, I can make <laughs> that won't. sound really slick. It's all you won't? Yeah, it will. So, what do you all think? Giving notice sucks. We all, you know, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I, I hope everyone has less experience with it than I do. I've, I've changed positions on average about three every three years. So, I've learned a lot about what to do and what not to do at this point. Um, but uh, what do you think? Tips and tricks? What's worked well for you? What hasn't worked? We'd love to hear more from you. Feedback at refactor.work. That's where you can let us know. Uh, if you want to check out past shows, we've talked about a couple old episodes here. I know we've talked before about CYA stuff. And, um, you know, you can check all of that out at our, uh, at our website, refactored.work. If you want to hear from Chris, he is over at Tonkinson.com. Did you fix your redirect yet? I did not. You did I not. did not. Yeah. Mm. That's, now, that's now a week that that's been broke. Well, mm. more than a week, but hey, a week I've your, known about it. It's what's still your not book? Fixed. Go grab your book like right now. Oh, yeah. Pick it up. Go go pick up your book while I finish this up. Uh, while he's grabbing the book, you can check out his stuff. It sucks. Don't, don't actually go there. Don't tell him I said that, though. I don't think he's back yet. Is he back yet? No, he's not back yet. Okay, so his his site sucks, but chris.tonkinson.com is where you want to go. And uh, you can find all of his uh, his musings and meanderings there. You've got a book recommendation. Go. Yeah, I, I couldn't. It's uh, I'm rushed. The first one I could find was Personality Plus by uh, Florence Litauer. Uh, it's got uh, he's a Christian author, so look past that. Um, I can also find one that doesn't have that bent. But this is just the first one I grabbed off my shelf in the time I had. Gotcha. Okay, so say the title again. Title one more time. Uh, well, this is Personality Plus. Personality Plus. Uh, Florence okay. Litauer, but I, I may I may choose a different one for the ultimate. Show. Again, there's this has been done a, a dozen different ways by different offers, um, but uh, they're all they all say the same thing. Super augmented, silent, and deadly. I just might end up enjoying this. All right, and this has been from the uh, the recorded from the basement of the ivory tower. This has been episode eighty nine of the Refactor Podcast, recorded on November twenty second, twenty twenty two. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks, Frank. See ya.